Road Men. Today I'd like to talk about building a business with stoicism. Let's cue that intro. Welcome to the Roadman Cycling Podcast. My name is Anthony Walsh. Six days a week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey towards health, happiness, and longevity. Now let's get into the show. A few years ago, I saw a huge gap in the market for an app that was like a cycling coach, but in your pocket. I knew that AI was ultimately going to be the best coach in the world. And I spent about two years of my life trying to make this app happen. Unfortunately for me, it didn't happen. But ever since then, I've kept a really close eye on this space to see if anyone else could succeed where I failed. The Breakaway app caught my attention a couple of months ago because Christian Vandeveld, yep, the Christian Vandeveld who came fourth in the Tour de France, is one of the co-founders. And it seems that the Breakaway have created the ultimate cycling training companion and they're bringing low-cost coaching to the masses. You'll know from listening to the podcast that my pet peeve is when cyclists head out the door with no plan, no goal, and just roll around without an objective. Don't be that guy! The Breakaway app looks at all your historic training data and it builds a plan around your strengths and weaknesses so you're always going to have the perfect session. They also have integrations which I'm really excited about, Whoop and Aura Ring. The reason I've previously ditched my wearables is because the data just wasn't informing my training. No longer the case. Head on over to roadmantrial.com and you can download their app for free. That's roadmantrial, R-O-A-D-M-A-N-T-R-I-A-L.com and download the app for free. The link to this is in today's show notes. Roadman, welcome. Today's episode is a little bit different. It's just you, me, some honesty, some oversharing. I want to be totally honest with you today about how I built this podcast the struggles, the ups, the downs. I want you to take my system, to take my learnings, to use it for yourself, to leverage it, to upgrade your own life. I want to share my journey, a journey not just about the podcast, but about life at the time, my struggles, my dreams, and a philosophy that kept me grounded along the way, stoicism. To tell this story, I need to rewind a little bit. When I first started this podcast, I was driven by a passion, but not blind to the risks of going into another entrepreneurial endeavour. After law school and chasing the cycling dream, I was totally consumed by the entrepreneurial journey. I was just, I had it under my skin. I couldn't get enough of it, of taking responsibility for a problem that wasn't mine and trying to figure out how to fix it and how to monetize it. But I'd moved too fast. I was setting up too many businesses and I lacked direction and I ended up ultimately building myself a prison. I moved away from law and into entrepreneurial endeavors because it represented a freedom. It represented a creativity. And this prison that I'd built myself, well, it was the opposite of all that. I didn't enjoy any of it. I'd built a social media marketing agency, an event pre-registration platform, a machine learning artificial intelligence app, a cafe, a coaching company. It was too much too fast. And what happened to me was I slipped into bad health. I was getting super slow on the bike for me. I was doughy. I was unhappy. I was stressed, overweight, and I just wasn't feeling myself. I hardly recognized myself in the mirror. And you might have heard me telling the story of the Tour of Ulster before. I went up to this race, Tour of Ulster. It's a race I've been very competitive on and close to winning previously. And I went up there just totally head in the sand about my condition, about my weight. And I remember getting dropped inside the first 10 kilometers and being in a group out the back. And people were looking at me going like, what is he doing in this group? I've never been in a group with him before. 
And I was just ashamed. Like I wished that day the ground would open up and consume me that I was just so embarrassed. I abandoned the race and I went home. And that's one of the most difficult drives home that I ever had. Because on that home, I started to question everything. Any time in my life that I've needed to make a big change, that I've been in a bad spot or I needed to make massive action, I've defaulted to study, to immersing myself in literature. Surely someone has figured this out before me. I need to go and figure this out. And that's what I had to do again. Because when I started cycling, I told people that I was cycling to win races, to secure professional contracts for podiums, to put on an Irish national jersey. Sure, that might have been what I was saying on the outside. That might have been my external journey. But a very different journey drove me internally. And that was my relationship with my dad. My dad has been overweight for as long as I can remember. He struggled with weight from mid-30s, I think, when he had an accident and lost his toe. So I grew up my entire childhood seeing the lifestyle limitations that obesity brings, the stuff that he couldn't do with me and my sister. I made a promise to myself that those sort of lifestyle limitations were never going to be my story, that his story was going to end with him and it wasn't going to be my story. But now, on that day in Tour of Ulster, on that drive home, I could see these limitations and they were becoming part of my story. They were becoming part of my life. So that's where I had to drop everything. I had to put a hard line in the sand, close up all the businesses, take radical action. We hold here no retreat. This is the line in the sand. Our health, our happiness, nothing regresses from this point. I went into action mode and I consumed hundreds of books looking for the answer. And the question I tried to answer was, how do I find health, happiness and longevity? Now, that's familiar, obviously. It's a tagline for the podcast. But after reading as much as I could and studying every research article I could get my hands on, I concluded that this was a little bit of a moving goalpost and books were a lagging source of information. I needed something more fluid, something more contemporaneous to solve my problem. And the podcast was born out of selfish need to get current affairs from world experts on health, happiness and longevity. This was my resource to help solve my health crisis, my personal crisis. But almost as soon as I started publishing the podcast episodes, I started getting messages about how the conversations were also helping others. And at this time, I had no desire to scale the podcast, but these messages absolutely changed everything. And it sounds cliche to say I was called, but at that point, I definitely felt a calling to share these conversations with as many people as I could. So that was the beginning of a new entrepreneurial journey. This became something more than a podcast. This became now a startup. And that's the lens I viewed it through. It's my calling to amplify this message and get it out to as many people as I can because I know the power. I've seen the power firsthand and now I'm getting the third party accounts from all you guys coming in, how it's affected your health, happiness or made you smile during the day. So I was on a mission. The problem is in the first six months, I had no equipment, I had no job, I had no income and I was burning through my savings and myself and Sarah hadn't started going out too long and Sarah became our financial backbone, not only rents, food, my law school loans and I can't thank her enough for that period of my life. It's actually quite emotional even talking about it now but at the time I was a part of the Irish Olympic squad. I'd gone back on the tandem with Peter Ryan, who I had on the podcast not too long ago. So I was piloting Peter and we were going around racing World Cups and we were racing World Championships. And luckily enough, we made the criteria to be carded. So I got a little bit of cash from that. But importantly, we were all sponsored by, we we're also sponsored by Circle K, the garage. And as part of that sponsorship, you got free food and petrol in Circle K. But these days, 
you would think you wouldn't get much value out of Circle K free meals. But such was the financial position that I had got us into. More times than I can count, we had breakfast, lunch and dinner off that Circle K card. It was hard, hard times. In those moments, Stoicism wasn't just a philosophy I read about in books. It transformed into a living, breathing part of my daily existence. You see, Stoicism isn't just about enduring hardships. It's about embracing them as a part of the fabric of life. Stoics say, he who endures conquers. But I've learned it's more than just enduring. It's about finding the strength and the wisdom in every challenge. Endurance was my daily bread, not just in a physical sense as an athlete, but in every aspect of life. In training, it meant pushing through when my body screamed for rest, finding that extra ounce of energy when it seemed impossible. Just getting one more set, one more rep, one more interval. But in the realm of this podcast, endurance took on a different shade. I went to six days a week. Endurance meant staying the course when the savings account dwindled, when the uncertainty of success doomed large, and when each day brought new challenges. It was in the minutia, the small, overlooked decisions that Stoicism played its most crucial role for me, deciding to forgo personal expenses to plough all the money back into the podcast, choosing to spend late nights editing rather than relaxing and watching movies, or going to the cinema. And even when I was having to take those Circle K dinners, learning to be content, because those Circle K meals, as grim as they were, they symbolized a commitment to something larger than the immediate comfort or gratification. This stoic mindset, this endurance became my compass. It guided me through financial worries, through a fear of failure, and the weight of responsibility. I learned to see each hurdle, not as a blockade, but as a stepping stone, an opportunity to grow, to innovate, to fortify my resolve. In a way, every challenge I faced, every moment of doubt, every sacrifice that I made, were not just about keeping the podcast alive, they were about nurturing a vision, a dream that was slowly and steadily taking shape. At this stage in the journey, the teachings of Seneca, Marcus Aurelius, Epictetus, they weren't just philosophical musings, they were tangible, actionable guides that showed me how to live, truly live, through the act of enduring. But with growth invariably comes setbacks, each a lesson in itself, as I came to realise. The impediment to action advances action, what stands in the way becomes the way. Every setback was nearly a gift, it reshaped the path forward, but it never deterred that destination. This brings me to our 2024 mission, to elevate this podcast, to elevate this podcast outside of cycling to the number one podcast in the health, fitness and wellness space, far beyond that cycling community. I know it's ambitious, yes, but stoicism isn't about shying away from ambition. It's about pursuing it with virtue, with reason and with you, our community. And I ask you to join me in this quest, share the podcast, talk about it with friends, club mates, share it with people who aren't in the cycling space podcast episodes that aren't cycling specific share them outside the wider cycling space we've seen this past week with gcn plus going under how crucial community support is we sometimes take these platforms that we love for granted until they disappear and then we wish we could rewind and show a little bit more love a little bit more support we have our chance to do this now because i'm doubling down in 2024 roadmen thank you for being a part of this journey for every download for every share for every story that you've helped tell. Here's to growing, learning, listening, and thriving together. Until next time, roadmen, ride safe, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.